nobody loves him like I do. It's impossible to want this much. <laughs> no one could want more this of this. This is too much. <laughs> That's just the general sentiment on our podcast. This is too much. Ah, uh, you've gone too far. <laughs> you've gone too far. But... That's just me in general, and I just pull you along <laughs> until you're like, go. no. <laughs> no, we can't. No. <laughs> uh, welcome to Hysterical History. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And this is podcast. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing was that somebody said recently, they like when I say no to you in the <laughs> yeah. podcast, which I think is so soft and like... They said something like, it's clear that that's not for the show, <laughs> like that I just do that that's all a, the time. a regular reoccurring that's thing. That's just real life. Mm-hmm. No. So, welcome no. in. No. <laughs> this, I mean, this podcast is really just like a mildly scripted version of our actual interactions. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is like all the time. There's a lot less like random noise making <laughs> and like call. In the podcast. Yeah, in the podcast. Yes. And, like, call and response weirdness. We do do it sometimes. Like, improv sound making. Yeah, where we just say nonsense words back and forth. And then our roommate, Alyssa, hears us and goes, what are you doing? Uh, just making sounds. It's nothing. Just playing with just, wo- just mouth weirdness. Sounds sound like other sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just like how sounds sound. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about... The, my boy, <laughs> Benedict Arnold. Your boy. My boy. I do uh, like love him a little bit now, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, so, like, we're on a similar... We're on the same book. No, I'm not Read. attracted to him. I mean, I, you don't have to be. <laughs> I have a... I have sympathy for him. I have empathy okay. for him. So I'm like, yeah. I love him a little bit. So do I. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> You're winking a lot. Um, and I feel like that with a lot of people. You know, it's like the more you get to know about them, yeah, like the whether more, they're alive or dead. The more human they get. Yeah. And less like a, you know, like a cardboard. Evil caricature. Cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah. And then now he's, he's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so last time we talked about... How he did real good in this battle, and it was like, wow, incredible, and then it ruined his leg forever. I feel like that's been the last two episodes. <laughs> I don't think so. I or think the, that like I think last, that happened at the beginning of last episode. The last, like, three episodes. <laughs> All of them are the same in he, your mind. He does something okay. <laughs> oh, sure. It ruins his leg. Yeah, but now it's, like, really ruined. Life gets worse. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. It's true. His life is a series of the same pattern. <laughs> and it's always the same leg. <laughs> it's the same it's leg usually the same time. circumstances. It's always a horse. Congress is always involved. Yeah. And for some reason, they keep giving him new horses, even though <laughs> they know what's going to happen. And they're like, they're just they're hoping that he'll just, this horse will kill him. I mean, under Probably. utilitarianism, they're at fault for him doing this. Every single horse. After yeah, the dead. first horse. <laughs> It's the, yeah. They knew. They shouldn't do it. <laughs> they shouldn't give him horses. And yet they keep doing it. But at the very end of the last one, he met up with John Andre, who is his British friend. He's spying with. <laughs> British friend. British friend. And then. Uh, Sorry, Alexis did like a peace <laughs> sign. I did. It was <laughs> weird. And then um, Andre got caught. By these dudes, because he has just said exactly what he was, like an idiot. <laughs> just walks into a store. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm a, a British ba- officer. I'm a bad guy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and they were like, you're under arrest. Okay. You stupid. I, okay. 
Sorry? Like, he got tricked in the most embarrassing way that I was just like, how can you not see through this? What? (laughs) Oh, oh, you got me. Oh, I shouldn't have offered my driver's license (laughs) and my passport. (laughs) And then there was, like, this colonel or whatever who was, like— got all the information about it and got Andre and then sent Andre to Arnold. Oh. And then uh, his, like, major under him, who actually works in Washington Spy Network, was like, please don't do that. And he was like, okay, but then still warned Arnold that they had Andre. <laughs> okay. Because he's like, well, I don't want to make anyone mad. He's like... <laughs> well, I don't really want him to be mad at me. I don't want me. him to think that I think that he's a traitor. And I'm like, I don't think that matters so much right now. <laughs> Why are you so afraid of him? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're so afraid of him and his short leg mm-hmm. is going to come get you. He can only walk in circles now. <laughs> exactly. And so then he sends a message about John Andre, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, is probably the message that Arnold's going to get that he knows at some point he's going to get that's like, you got a hella bail. Mm-hmm. But then it gets held up for a couple days because of, like, the the guy who's taking it. It, like, rains a whole bunch and he mm-hmm. can't leave. And then he's oh, like, what do oh, I do? Oh, it's rainy. I can't <laughs> I deliver. can't go on to horsey and go. And that's why the United States Postal Service is so intense about rain and yep. sleet. They and don't snow. care. They're like, do it anyway. You have to go outside <laughs> and do your job. Do it. Because the early ones were like, no, so rainy. The morning the letter does get there, or the day the letter does get there, uh, that morning, uh, Arnold is supposed to have breakfast with George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, and a few other people. Ooh, fancy brunch. Ooh, fancy boy brunch Gonna get time. mimosas? <laughs> gonna <laughs> talk about trees? Gonna get lit? <laughs> gonna get crunk on the mimosas. <laughs> gonna eat eggs benedict. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. If you, if you ever brunch with me, almost always I get eggs benedict because it's, it's like so, the best. It's the, it's the best thing for like brunch. If, if you want savory brunch, it's the best thing you could right. possibly get. I remember we tried it with salmon, and I was so, mm-hmm. like, there's no way right. it could work with salmon. Right. Like, fish and hollandaise sauce. Yeah. And it was so good. It's incredible. Oh, it was so Well, good. and when I was in Scotland, like, with my mom for two seconds when we were at the airport, um, I got it with haggis, and it was incredible. <laughs> and I thought it was going to taste like garbage. Because it's haggis. Yeah. But it was so good. And How I was good. just like, I hate <laughs> I hate it. Look, even if you don't know what haggis is, it's called haggis. <laughs> So you should know. So and it's like innards and stomach. It's not supposed to be good. I mean, and it was at an airport. Yeah. <laughs> airport haggis. Mm-hmm. Airport haggis. So good. It was a fancy airport restaurant, though. Mm-hmm. You know, some airports have fancy restaurants, like that Burger King we went to. <laughs> it's so fancy. <laughs> no, like the restaurant next to the Burger <laughs> King we went to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So that's the scene. Mm-hmm. That's the scene. They're in a Burger King <laughs> airport, and it's so fancy. <laughs> And go. Airport. Go. <laughs> Airport. <laughs> I just can't think of, the thing of like Trump talking about the planes. And the planes came. They saved the airport. All the planes in the revolution. <laughs> um. Anyway. So Arnold answers the door in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's Hamilton. But there's mm-hmm. no Washington. Oh. Yeah. And Hamilton's like. Is Hamilton early? He's, you know, he's Washington's secretary, and he's like, so Washington, like, got kept up with something, but he said, like, let's just start without him. He'll come later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Open the champagne. Let's just go. Let's just do it. <laughs> I'm ready to get crunk <laughs> on that champagne. Will you open the champagne for me? <laughs> Please. I'm really thirsty. I, well, and he's like, can we start eating? I'm starving. I'm um, very hungry. 
So they start eating, and they're, like, just talking, whatever. And then he gets a knock at the door, which he, I think, probably assumes is Washington. Mm -hmm. And then he goes to the door, and it's his letter. Oh. And in the letter, it says, John Andre has been detained with these plans that are signed by you. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? (laughs) That's, like, the best timing. How is this not a movie? Yeah. And so... Apparently, Arnold leans into the messenger and whispers to him, like, do not tell anyone about this, like, very sinisterly. Yes. Um, or I will him away. kill you. I will kill you. And then um, the guy says, okay. Uh, and okay. he closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around to Hamilton and says, um, be right back. I need to go upstairs and talk to my wife. Uh-huh. And he, like, leaves out a window. <laughs> no, he goes upstairs. Okay. Because he's got to tell Peggy what's going on. Uh-huh. And he shows her the letter, presumably, and is like, I got to go. Mm-hmm. So I have to go. <laughs> so, um... Good luck. Uh, have um, fun. But he's like, I think even in the book, Murphy says, like, he's probably pretty sure they're not going to do anything to her. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, this isn't woman business. Right. And she's got, like, a newborn. So they're probably like, eh, she's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll just do whatever. And they don't do anything to her. Enjoy the very drunk Alexander Hamilton I left downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Good. See you later. All yours. Um, And so then uh, he leaves. <laughs> Bye. Um, I'll be right back. Gotta he go. Never comes back. <laughs> yeah, just like your dad. That's how I leave brunch. <laughs> go to cigarettes. Never come back. That's how I do brunch. I'll be right back. I just have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> just leave later. Um, and some people think that maybe Peggy upstairs is like burning letters and stuff to be oh, less yeah. incriminating. <laughs> Can There's you no imagine? like actual evidence of that, but there is also very little evidence of her like general involvement. Sure, which makes people think that maybe she burnt some stuff. Yeah. It's weird. She never wrote any letters in (laughs) her entire life. Strange. Like, she has all these cute ones with her and Benedict, and they just stop dramatically (laughs) when he started betraying us. I just and I just imagine like Hamilton just downstairs like happily eating toast, just like having a good time, just like waiting for waiting for people to come back, right? And then Washington's aide gets there, Uh and he's like, he'll be here in like a few minutes. He just sent me ahead to let you know, like he's almost here. And Arnold's like, that's great. I gotta go do something real quick. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna need a horse saddled, and I have to go to West Point. I'll be back in like an hour. Uh, An hour. Yeah. Gotta go. I gotta go do my job real quick. Yeah, I just have to go into the office real quick, and then I'll be back. Be right back. <laughs> and then he gets to West Point, uh-huh. and then orders his troops to sail a ship to the Vulture, which is the British ship that he met on before. What? what? Um, and nobody thinks that's weird because that's where he goes to negotiate with them generally, right? Oh, when you go to like okay. talk about like um, prisoner exchange or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Um, so everybody's like, sure. He's got business with the British. Go talk to them. Whatever. It's like the weekend. We're all on brunch time, but, like, whatever. Normal. Uh Uh-huh. Washington gets to his house, eats, Mm -hmm. and then goes to take a nap. Oh, just, like, in the house? Yeah. That's such a dad thing to do. I think so. Like, it says that he retires to a room to take a nap, so I'm assuming that Peggy's like, here, just sit in our guest room, take a nap. Oh, cute. (laughs) Well, she's just like, (laughs) you know, stress. Yeah. And then around noon... (laughs) <laughs> when they started in the morning, obviously, a messenger gets there with papers, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when Washington hears about what's been going on. Because mm-hmm. he, that guy who sent the message to Arnold also sent 
message to Washington's office. Ah. So then whoever was at his office read it, and then he had, like, two days to get there and be like, uh-oh. <laughs> he has brunch with that man. <laughs> Today! Today! Right, and then he has to go to his house. Like, you're that age, you have to go to Arnold's house and be like, uh, so... So really uncomfortable. Listen. But maybe you should read this. And Lafayette apparently uh, wrote about Washington receiving this news because he's also at this brunch. Oh, my gosh. Casual. Everyone's at this brunch. Yeah, this just hanging out. No problem. Watching country dad have a nap and a breakdown. Um, And he recalls entering Washington's room to find the commander in chief seated, head down with the treasonous papers in his shaking hands. Mm -hmm. And he says, Arnold betrayed me. Whom can we trust now? Mm -hmm. Not any of you. (laughs) Definitely not. That's for sure. (laughs) He's like, get all the kids out of the house. I'm mad. (laughs) Get them out. Go outside. (laughs) I don't, I can't trust you or him. Nobody. Or him, especially not you. And like the fact that he finds out about his betrayal in Arnold's own house. Right. After he was just like happily like napping and like eating. As his guest. So exposed. Mm -hmm. Like Peggy just could have come in and murdered him. Yeah. You know, like clearly he trusts them and likes them. Uh, Like he probably like had small talk with Peggy and Mm -hmm. it's just like. (laughs) By the way. It's really bad. By the way. But then Washington pulls himself together and tells Hamilton, another officer, to go find Benedict and arrest him right now. Washington's entire life is like the longest day and you just want to you just want to go to bed and you can't. Yeah, and then he takes a nap and then this happens. Yeah. Every time Washington takes a nap, like he this, gets a letter like this. This is why I can't have nice things. It's one nap time. So Benedict sends a letter to Washington like while he's bailing that uh says I have ever acted from a principle I would love to my country since the commencement of the present unhappy contest between Great Britain and the colonies. The same principle of love to my country actuates my present contacts. However, it may appear inconsistent to the world. We very seldom judge right of any man's actions. Mm -hmm. So he's like, is it wrong? Who knows what's right? (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Is it, though? Is it? He's like, but is it wrong? Uh, But Washington's like... Super mad. Like, mm-hmm. not just mad, you know, obviously betrayal's really bad, and he doesn't know what they know, and he knows how much he's been sharing with Arnold. But also, like, he's like, dude, I, like, trusted you, defended you, and then you do this. You're my, you're the chosen one! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but, like, there's also those points that we've talked about where it's like Washington doesn't defend him. Washington doesn't help him. And mm-hmm. it's like, those are the problem. Uh, it's terrible now because all the people who have been lying about him his entire life are like, I told you. See? You see? See? This is what happened. And this is after he was cleared of all those actual charges, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, but I was doing this. <laughs> yeah. I was doing something worse than that. And the worst thing is that some people think that he's been doing it the whole time after this. Oh, yeah. That he's been bad from the get-go. Sure. And he wasn't. Like, we just all talked about, he was not. But anyway, Washington puts in a plot to kidnap him from New York, because that's where he ran, because the British are hanging out in New York. Mm -hmm. But he's like, we got to get him alive, though, Mm -hmm. because I want to talk to him. (laughs) I'm going to sit that boy down. Uh, Here's a quote that says, my aim is to make a public example of him. Oh, yeah. A few months later, though, after it didn't work, he changes his mind and he orders Lafayette to summarily execute Benedict should he ever be taken. There we go. You can get him, just kill him. Just like kill him. Just kill him. 
Um, Benedict asked in a letter to Washington, like, can you protect Peggy, though? <laughs> yeah. Like, she didn't do anything. Um, Ooh, the nerve of you writing dad in this time. Yeah. Right. Um, can you imagine getting a letter from him? <laughs> but don't be mean to my wife, though. But, like, are you being nice to my wife? Uh, he said, she is a good and, innoc- and innocent as an angel and is incapable of doing wrong. <laughs> incapable. Incapable. You know, we used to say that of you. <laughs> and yet, but Washington sends her back to Philadelphia with an escort. Mm-hmm. No problem. He's just like, go away. Be gone from me. Andre, meanwhile, is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, just hanging prison. out. Um, he's being really nice to everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like all the patriots, he's being so nice to them. How nice of you to visit. Um, and ha- so nice that Hamilton's like, maybe we should do an exchange for Arnold with Andre. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, maybe they give him back because they really like Andre. Even though the law says you have to kill spies. Sure. You have to execute them. Mm-hmm. So doing that is like. What a waste of resources. Right. Though. No, 100%. Um, and, like, all the people around him who are, like, taking care of him, who have imprisoned him, are, like, feeling more and more uncomfortable that they have to kill him. Yeah. Because they're, like, I don't really feel like he was doing anything wrong. Like, is he really—he wasn't even really spying. Mm-hmm. Like, he was getting stuff from a spy. And uh, all of their anger is at Arnold. And it's, like, almost none of it is at Andre. So they're, like, not happy about it. Yeah. It makes him feel icky. Boy, if you get caught as a spy, be very nice to your your prison people. Oh, yeah. Like, even Lafayette was, like, he's so nice. But he's and, like, so he nice. Seems Being great. nice is easy. <laughs> it is. Uh, especially when you have nothing else to do mm-hmm. and nothing to lose. Right. So I'm, like, because I thought at that point in the book, I was, like, is this, like, an act? Like, he's trying to get out of it? And I'm, like, I don't know. But, like, why wouldn't you do that? Right. Or at least they're, they're going to feel bad about executing you. You'd be like, serves you right. I mean, some people just have a lot of conviction about the thing they're doing. It's and, true. And they won't. They're like, no. No. You're a bunch of— I won't suck up. You're a bunch of losers. Yeah. You're jerks. <laughs> uh, but Andre's last words were, Only this, gentlemen, that you all bear me witness, that I meet my fate like a brave man. Mm-hmm. And they killed him. Yeah. Nathaniel Green, writing about— uh, Arnold's betrayal yeah. said, never since the fall of Lucifer oh, God. has a fall equal oh, his. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Never since Lucifer? Yeah. My bet there's, bet there's one or two. Yeah. We yeah. should totally stab Caesar. Well, like, I was going to say, like, I bet there's a few, like, emperors who disagree. Right. Right, because that's saying he was an angel and then <laughs> fell from heaven. Yeah. You're, Wow. Okay. He was God's favorite. <laughs> and then he just was so bad. <laughs> and then bye. And so nice. Yeah. So handsome. Incredible. And charismatic. Yep. Just the best of all, men. All the wonderful things Gosh, that Lucifer. <laughs> it's terrible that he isn't here anymore. <laughs> Too bad he's evil. Wow. Um, get off his dick, maybe? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. He's dead. Yeah. So what? You killed him. <laughs> oh no, he's talking about Arnold. He's oh. not talking about Andre. Okay, I'm like, yeah. what's up with Andre? No, no, no. He's okay. talking about Arnold. <laughs> still. But still, it's still. still extreme. Like, the idea that you think Arnold is... Um, An angel? The level of, yeah, that he's in heaven and then his fall from heaven. Like, it's like, whoa. Then where were all of you when he was having a hard time? <laughs> Nowhere. 
to be found. That's why he, that's why <laughs> Lucifer did. He's like, everyone's being mean. Right. And like so much of this, I think most people don't know. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know that Arnold's being pursued by so many people so aggressively and like right. being left out of so many things. <laughs> it just feels completely out of nowhere. It does. Like it feels, you know, so much. And it's... but. For Washington, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's like you know some of this. Like everyone, definitely. everyone in Congress should be aware. Yeah, but they're like he's being a little baby about it. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. Suck it up. In Philadelphia, there's a parade with a float uh, that's dragged up and down the streets, and on the float is an effigy of Benedict having two faces, emblematic of the traitorous conduct, a mask in his left hand and a letter in his right from Beelzebub, telling him that he had done all the mischief he could do. This is the worst pride ever. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) I hate it. Like, is this like the Macy Day parade? But it's like... (laughs) He's holding devil letters. Creepy (laughs) picture of Benedict Multiple headed effigies. It's so much. I just want to eat turkey. Can we go home? (laughs) I hate this parade. Um, And then standing next to Benedict on this float is Satan himself. Oh, God. (laughs) Shaking a purse of money Uh, at the general's left ear. Okay. And in his right hand is a pitchfork Uh ready to drive him into hell as a reward for doing the many crimes which the thief of gold has made him commit. I just came out to have a good time, and I'm honestly feeling (laughs) a little attacked. So attacked. Just just tiny bit attacked. Like, I totally get being like, F this guy. Yeah. Like, whoa. (laughs) That's so intensely specific. You had to make a parade float out of your anger. You you channeled it into weird art, and now it's bad. It's so intense. Okay. Like, wow. I'm through Philadelphia. And I'm oh, like, God. was this commissioned by Reed, who, like, hates him so much? Probably. I He's mean, like, he, he just had this in his closet. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I've been working on this for years. And like I said, people have been now, they're like, he's been a traitor the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I knew it. Yeah, I told you. Arnold's name gets scratched out of the membership list at his Masonic Lodge in Connecticut. Well, that's that's really the lowest. How dare you? His lodge. The Tr- Masonic Lodge. Truly. <laughs> I thought this was about brotherhood and secrecy. <laughs> Um, I thought you'd approve. In Norwich, there's an angry mob that storms the local cemetery and destroys the grave markers for his father and his infant brother who died. I mean, there you go. Yeah. You, you don't want them coming back no. and supporting him. Well, and his infant brother was named Benedict Arnold, mm. right? Because they reused the name. They're like, look, it's him. He's already dead. It's also <gasps> him. He's a zombie. His soul. <laughs> and then he did this his, with it. Uh, what are the things that, like, Voldemort snaps his soul into all the different places? Yeah, the pieces. They, yeah, they had to destroy those. Yeah. He was keeping a bit of his soul in, <laughs> in his. That, in the baby brother's in gravestone. And his, his baby's corpse's grave. Cool. <laughs> And then uh, some people wanted to make September 25th a holiday to remember Benedict (laughs) betraying them and and getting caught. I was just going to say, the float feels very (laughs) holiday-esque. It does, doesn't it? Are they going to make a holiday? This (laughs) this is like Guy Fawkes Day. Yeah, for America. uh, For America. America edition. He tried (laughs) Which I also just talked about. Yeah. Um, They don't, but they're like, we should do that. Well, I love that they say like... Um, he betrayed us and we caught him. And I'm like, 
I mean, you figured out that he was betraying you, but you yeah. didn't catch him. You didn't. He escaped. Mm-hmm. And he's over with the British now again. So, he, like, he absconded from brunch. <laughs> right. Did you catch him? <laughs> Did you catch Gosh, and you have to, if you're that one colonel who sent that letter, now you have to feel like such an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're like, don't kill me, please. Yeah. Please. I'm I didn't know a, what was happening. I'm just a colonel. Uh, a woodcut depicted Benedict and Satan, including a warning saying, Mother shall steal their children and say, Arnold, Arnold shall be the bugbear of their years. Arnold, vile, treacherous, and league with Satan. Yeah. You got to watch out for that. He's he's become the boogeyman. Wow. That's um, a lot. I feel like they aren't even, a lot. they aren't this mean to British people. Nope. Because he was a patriot and he betrayed yeah. them. So you just can't forgive that. How dare. No. Uh, meanwhile, Arnold is uh, with the British. Uh-huh. And he's drawing up so many plans to destroy the Americans, though, because he loves war and he loves plans. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, cool. Now, like, they'll listen to me. Like, they care about me because I had information. Like, I committed to this relationship. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he's discussing things with the British in detail and trying to find out what his rank's going to be and get that cash money he was promised. Yeah. Um, that he says he was promised by John Andre, mm-hmm. but John Andre got caught, so you can't confirm because he, he got executed. He died. Um, and then Peggy and her uh, and their son join him in New York. Okay. Um, while Hannah and his other kids are back in Connecticut mm-hmm. because they were in Philadelphia, too. Sure. So they go back to Connecticut, which I was like, you shouldn't because you're related to him. Mm-hmm. And they already scratched his name out of the lodge and stuff. Right. So, he's, like, you should go to New York, too. He's not even in the lodge now. <laughs> yeah. So you're doomed. Of all things, he's fallen so low that he's yeah. in the lodge. <laughs> they even they got rid of him. Um, they give Arnold soldiers, and uh, they take back some cities from the Americans. But um, Clinton, like Gates— uh, Arnold thinks isn't ambitious enough. Oh. And he's frustrated that he's just sitting around. <laughs> um, so he's complaining about him to everyone who will listen. Amazing. And Clinton hates him. It's so, <laughs> listen, but there's there's a common denominator. But oh my God. specifically Clinton hates him because of John Andre's situation. Because mm. Clinton went through pains to tell John Andre, like, don't dress up, don't get caught as a spy because they were, like, really good friends. And he, like, like confidants, like, he really trusted him and really liked him. Mm-hmm. And so Andre got executed for this. Yeah. And then now Arnold comes over and is like, you should be doing better, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. So, like, he already doesn't like him because of the Andre thing. And then now he's, like, whining about him. Yeah. And he's just like, mm-mm. This is really mad. No matter where he goes, <laughs> he will make enemies. Someone will hate him. Just no matter what he does. Instantly. Just instantly. But Arnold gets so mad about his lack, Clinton's lack of doing things. And he's worried that the French are going to get to America and win the war in Yorktown, which they do. Um, which happens. Yeah. He's always right. <laughs> like, his fears are right. <laughs> oh, we just hate him so much. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, that he goes over Clinton's head and he talks to London about him directly. Oh, God. And is like, hey, this guy isn't doing enough and we're going to lose because of him. Because of him specifically. Mm-hmm. hmm You know that name that everyone knows from the war? Yeah. Clinton. <laughs> right. And if you've ever uh, heard Battle of Yorktown, uh, that's that's when they win. So he's right. 
But uh, but like I've never heard Clinton's no, no, no. name. No, he's not important. Not that important. No. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure people know it if they like have researched the Revolutionary War. Sure, like in detail. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't know. Just, Every time I see it, I'm like Bill Clinton. He's not. He's not that important. <laughs> Um, he's not like the main guy. But Clinton is complaining about Arnold also. He says that he's super greedy because he wants money to have betrayed the country and he won't listen, which is just true. That's I mean, true. That's, that one's fair. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, Benedict is ordered to go to New London. Uh, where's New London? In America. Uh-huh. It's a city. Um, and he gets it back, no problem. Just wrecks the Patriots. Uh, the town accidentally gets caught on fire while they're mm-hmm. fighting. And then the yeah. Patriots are like, he burnt it down on purpose. <laughs> he did it on purpose. We and, hate him. And he's just like, no. I mean, prove it. It was an accident, but okay. <laughs> it wink, wink. Uh, and then so Arnold, like I said, sails to London to go tell them that, like, Clinton is stupid and like wrong. Like new London or actual London? Real London. Okay. Um, real London. Re- real London. If you live in new London, <laughs> you know you're not real. You got burnt down. It ain't real. You ain't real. Um, but he goes and it's... It's not just him complaining. Cornwallis is also complaining. See, that's what I'm saying. If Cornwallis is the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, if you've got somebody on your side whose name I know, who's like, yeah, it's not going to work with this guy being in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them are like, we should be in charge, not Clinton. And they, they're going to do it together. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work. They're like, he's fine. Um, the good thing, though, about going to London is uh, Arnold takes his wife, and Queen Charlotte is obsessed with Peggy. Oh, cute. She loves her. Adorable. So much. And so much that she gives each of Peggy's children a hundred-pound annuity for life. Whoa. Just because she likes her. Being rich is wild. (laughs) It's so weird. I can't understand. I like these children. (laughs) Give them money for the rest of their lives. Shower them with money. And that's not a ton of money, but, like, it's nice. It's nice. It's more than nothing. It's from the queen's and hand. And Peggy's not, like, royal in any way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she has any lineage, nothing. She was living in the colonies. Yeah. So, uh, nope. She's a colonial. I mean, they were, like, upper class, but, like, they're not. Upper class <laughs> colonists. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, the most backwoods you can be. But anyway, so the war ends and they don't win. The British. Oh, um, awkward. So, spoilers! And they don't win. Exactly because of mostly the things that Arnold said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now people think that Arnold's a traitor. They don't like that he kept wanting to, like, keep the war going. Oh, because he kept okay. trying to tell the British, like, no, like, we just need to regroup and we can keep doing it and we can win. And then they were just like, no. I mean, war war's a little bit like gambling in a casino. You don't actually lose yeah. until you cash out. And so now the English think that Arnold's a traitor. Yeah. They think he joined them to make them lose. He's, oh, they think he's like double agent. Oh, yeah. And he's not. I mean, that's the fear, isn't it? That's what he should have done. Mm-hmm. He should have been like, it was a trick. <laughs> It was to make a trick. them lose. But then, like, he did so well in all his battles that they'd be like, absolutely not. And I just didn't tell anyone <laughs> it was a trick. <laughs> That's not how double nope. agenting nope. works. <laughs> you can't just flip-flop back and forth. You're just trying to play both sides, but you told both sides that you were doing it. Yeah. You can't. Can't do that. Um, and now they're mad because now, like, the Eng- like other English people who are in the war are mad because he just gets to hang out with royalty now. Because Oh, yeah. Because p- she likes Peggy. Mm-hmm. So 
And they're like, that's not cool. Yeah. I don't get to hang out with royalty. <laughs> it's so I? entitled I'm, to be like, why does he get to do it? And it's like, because it's everything. <laughs> if you're British, it's like, yeah. why does, what? But I've been here the whole time. I've been British for the whole time. He didn't even want to be British anymore. It's so like, hey. Basically a, a caste system. Yeah. Okay. Still kind of is. But because of that and other reasons, like, people don't like him in England, so it's not going, like, awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he decides to move to Canada. Oh. And that might be better. That's always a solution. Yeah. (laughs) Just go to Canada. What? I mean, Canada or Australia. So a ton of loyalists move to Canada when the war ends. Yeah. Because they don't want to go all the way back to England. Yeah. Um, But England still owns Canada. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's the best solution. And he does pretty well there for a while. He, like, gets a store and buys a whole bunch of land pretty quickly because, like, you know. They're being funded by royalty Canada's now. Canada's filled with emptiness. I mean, yeah. You just pick what you want. Uh, and then he tells Hannah, like, bring the kids up, right, because she's still in Connecticut. Um, and then he goes back to England and gets Peggy to move with him because he went by himself to, like, oh, establish sure. something. See if it would work. But when England gets all their troops back uh-huh. over uh, to the main island, um, it costs them a lot to get them all there, and it, like, really drains the economy from Canada because they're, like, taxing them a lot and, like, using them for the stuff they need. Oh, it's a terrible cycle. Yeah, so all of a sudden... (laughs) Just like gambling, it's a terrible cycle. It always happens like this. And so uh, because of that, Canada's economy just pew right in the trash. Yep. Um, It's weird when you, like, uh, send a lot of people over, wars mm -hmm. are expensive, and then you tax your colonies because you can't afford it. Oh, that's the Mm -hmm. same thing you did last time. uh, Right, and it was a war. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be next time because Canadians are just more calm. (laughs) (laughs) But you shouldn't do it still. Yeah. Um, Don't treat Canada like this. Not like America. They're like, well, we lost the older, rambunctious sibling, (laughs) but this one will still pay out. This one's compliant. This one will do what we ask. Um, But because of that, uh, Arnold purchased a lot of that land I just mentioned on credit, Mm. and now people can't pay him back. Yeah. Um, And when he demands them to pay him, nothing happens. Uh, so he ends up in a bunch of lawsuits to try to get the money. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, money that they owe him. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you shouldn't <laughs> buy things on credit that you can't pay for. But once again, he's like, where's the money? Yeah. And so everyone's like, he's so greedy. <laughs> he's so greedy. He wants the money. Everyone hates him. <laughs> and he wins, like, all of his lawsuits, of course, yeah. because they signed contracts for land. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But most of the people just run away. You flee because they have no money. Yeah. So he doesn't get the money. He just wins a lawsuit, mm-hmm. uh, which does nothing because then also, you know, you have fees for that. So great. <laughs> you win. So Arnold's like, whatever. I'll go back to London. Um, and this is when King George has gone full throttle insane. <laughs> just, yeah. Just completely bonkers. Lost it. And um, people didn't want – or the people who didn't want to go to war in the first place are now in charge. Mm-hmm. All the people who want to go to war are dead. Yeah. So people who are involved in the war are, like, not looked at real cool. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, don't love it. Great. You want mm, favors? So, yeah, when Arnold comes back, they're like, ew. Mm-hmm. Um because not only did you not help us win, but then also you just remind us that we were in war in general against people like you. And it's like your only real skill. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. Great. Warmonger spy man. So he tries to join the British military to fight the French, and they literally just won't let him. Because <laughs> they don't trust him. Oh, no. Because they think he's going to be a spy again. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't put it past him. 
because people in the British Army don't like him already, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that sets him off. Right. Just, like, keep moving from—and after, you know, he turns spy for the French, and the French <laughs> yeah. decide they don't like him, he'll go to Prussia, and then the same thing will happen in it's Prussia. every he'll single— go to, He'll bam, go to bam, Austria. Bam, bam. It's going to happen in Austria. He'll go to Russia. Oh, it's going to—I see exactly where he's going to go. <laughs> in the perfect path. It's just a huge spiral it's into a path, doom. path of hatred and <laughs> enemies, and I know exactly where he's going to go. And then uh, Arnold starts getting sick. Oh, first he, he gets a boat, and then he's, like, trading. <laughs> yeah. I skipped a line. Yeah. Um, he gets a boat, and he starts trading, but then his boat gets caught by the French because mm. he's British. Yeah. And um, they threaten to give him back to America. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a fun time. It's great. What a fun, sexy time. Um, but he's able to escape, mm-hmm. so he's okay. Uh, but then he gets sick. And he starts running out of money uh-huh. because no one would pay him everything ever in his whole life. And he can't work and he's sick mm-hmm. and he's old. And he has his war wounds, you know, previously, but then also he gets a dropsy, oh. gout. He has breathing problems. I cannot take dropsy seriously. <laughs> I can't either, but it sounds like a clown's name. It just sounds to me like some like it's like a fainting goat. Yeah. Like they have dropsy. Like they just randomly faint. Right. But like in a cute, funny way. Mm-hmm. It's or like this isn't People who have this isn't funny, but like yeah. the like the funny side of like narcolepsy, where you just fall down right. and like fall asleep randomly. Yeah, um, like it's hilarious when it's a cartoon yes. and like the idea of it is yes, but like narcolepsy is obviously very serious. Oh, like yes. it's not funny. Um, but anyway, he's got breathing difficulties and insomnia too, so it's really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't sleep for his body to fix himself, and then also he's broken in so many ways. Yeah, uh, and then he falls into a coma. And dies. <laughs> the body's like, listen, we just shut sleep. Shut it down. Sleep. Shut it down. You're broken. <laughs> um, and then he dies in 1801 at the age of 60. Well, what a great life. I'm not done. He led. Um, so he changes his family motto before he dies, which used to be me be Gloria Sursum, which is through glory yielded to me. Um, which essentially means like we're rich because God loves us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, nil disparadum, which is never despair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> that really tells you a lot about his character arc. Yeah. Things change. God doesn't love us anymore, but keep going, I guess. So, obviously, since all of this happened, um, his name has become synonymous with moral failure, betrayal, and sinister self-interest. It's true. Still, to this day. Yeah. Um, his name is omitted from almost all Revolutionary War monuments, mm. um, which, like, I get, but I also, like, now that I've heard all this, I'm like, that's not cool. Like, I understand that you're like, he betrayed us, but it's like, yeah, but also he did a lot. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want it. It's not important enough. Mm-hmm. You give up the right for glory when you change sides in a war. But it's like, in those battles... Like, originally, mm-hmm. you know, and the ones that he does really well in. It's like, he's not betrayed us. Oh, yeah. like it's He's his, fighting for his us. His history should be better known, but we don't got to give him monuments. No, no, no. Not him specifically, but, oh, like, sure. monuments about those battles. They just don't put his name on it at all. Yeah. And I'm like, just put, uh, that doesn't seem cool um, to me. However, he does have a monument in America. <laughs> and you know what it is of? His horse? His leg. That's hilarious. It's just a leg. Ah, good. My favorite kind of statuary. (laughs) I have a picture for you. Um, A model of his leg is at Saratoga, 
to say, hey, thanks for sacrificing your leg, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> you see, that's what he deserves. Like, as far as monuments can go. Can you see it? I don't know if you can from that angle. No. Okay. Leg. Oh, my gosh. It's just a leg. I love it. It's great. It's my favorite <laughs> leg. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about this whole story, I think, honestly. Um, it doesn't have his name on it. But we know it's about him because leg. But we all know <laughs> who leg it is. Like may and like maybe they're worried someone's gonna deface it if his name's on it. Yeah. Um, there is an inscription though that says, "In memory of the most brilliant soldier of the Continental Army who was desperately wounded at this spot, the Sally Port of Bourgogne's Great Western Redo, uh, Redo uh, 7th October 1777, winning for his countrymen the decisive battle of the American Revolution and for himself the mark of Major General. Yeah, that's that's fine. All of which is about him. Mm-hmm. But the person who put that there, his name is Major General John Watts de Pester. Okay. Um, and that's he was... Too, that's too many. It's a lot of names and a lot of ranks. Um, and he was a Civil War vet. Oh, and he and a military historian. And so he got really into uh, Revolutionary War history, you know, because when you're a vet from the Civil War, there's not a lot of other ones. To right. Look what, at. <laughs> what do you obsess about? Mm. Cause, like nowadays, uh, particularly like old white guys really just mm, that war history. Yeah. And if it's not the Civil War, it's like World War Two, uh, World War Two. Right. Never World War One. No. World War Two. It's always World War Two or the Civil War. Uh, but like those haven't happened yet. Yeah. So what are, you, what are you going to do? What is he going to obsess As about? As a military historian enthusiast. <laughs> right. 1812? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. No. Unacceptable. Spanish-American War? Has it happened yet? I think so. Uh, but still, why wouldn't you go for the big boy? The big boy. The big one. The big boy. Especially after the Civil War that's against our side. It's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that it's like, it's nice to pick something where we're all together and we're fighting against clearly the <laughs> yeah. enemy. And we win. The enemy who is also us. It, the first civil war. Yeah. But not really. Um, they were citizens, but it's like the British. We're a colony, so it's like it's not real anymore. It's not real. Just because we're white people, too. <laughs> Doesn't mean. Uh, but anyway, he gets really into it, right? And even though he thinks Arnold is a terrible, filthy traitor, he respects all of his contributions so much to what he did for the war effort that he wanted to honor uh, those without honoring Arnold. There you go. Um, there's a quote from him that says, the leg was the only part of Arnold not to later turn traitor. And <laughs> since it was sacrificed in winning the Battle of Saratoga, it should be commemorated. <laughs> the only part that didn't turn traitor. This is like, because it died in that battle. You're only, <laughs> you're only, <laughs> that's really good. It's so funny. And it's so weird. Oh, my God. And now I want to go to Saratoga so bad to see this leg. These are the kind of monuments I live for. It's so good. They're just bizarre. Can we just replace all of the, like, Confederate monuments with just statues of Arnold's leg? <laughs> like, not even in the appropriate place. Just yeah. everywhere. It's like, here's a leg. Everyone a boot. Yeah. America, this is your leg. This your was for you. legacy. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. That's when you tell bad jokes. Make the hand sound. You do the um, Fran Drescher laugh. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I mean, that too. But I was going to say the uh, Chandler's work laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, we're driving them crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have a quote to end us on that says, The reputations of those who shape the fate of nations become historical forces in themselves. They are twisted and turned to fit the needs of those who follow until, it seems, there is no actual person left. And that was uh, Bernard Balin wrote that. That's true. Uh, and obviously, um, for good and bad, like, yeah. who actually is George Washington? Right. Deep down. We'll, we'll do him sometime. Yeah. We'll talk about him. Um, like having kids, like your identity doesn't really matter deep down. Yeah. You're like, just, your role is parent you, now. Yeah, you become a new thing, at least for them. Yeah, like that's what you are. And uh, yeah, like that's a weird thing, right? When you like become an adult and then you like are like, oh, my parents are like people. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be like, you have to deal with them being like having flaws and like you being like you're stupid yeah (laughs) i thought you knew everything and you clearly don't you are just the worst that was a lie Hmm. Mm. you lied to me (laughs) you lied to me i love my your people all along (laughs) i love my parents (laughs) how dare you be people but it is a weird thing when you become an adult um but that was my goal for this episode or these episodes i should say was generally to make arnold a person you know, put him mm-hmm. in context to be like, this is a human who who did things, had reasons for doing things, and, like, makes sense. It's um, good. And, you know, obviously not cool for you to betray us, but also, like, I get it. I mean, really important to look at, like, early America as yeah. a place that had flaws. Yes, right. Which Especially, isn't, isn't done a lot no. in popular culture. Right. No, totally. Because we're the good guys and we win. Yeah. Um, every single that. time, right? Yeah, every time. Right. No, because we're, we're the underdogs, remember? So we can't win all the time. But, uh, sure. But we win the important. And yeah. that's what matters. Heroically. Hurrah. And everyone was really nice about it, and there were no war crimes or people who turned traitor because they were sick of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because people were, yeah, just being terrible and not mm-hmm. doing what they said they'd do. Mm-hmm. And bowing the pressure to people who start mobs and mm-hmm. try to kill people. Hmm. Um, I've never also thought so much about the Continental Congress and them just being like, just got to keep it together. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I just think about them like writing documents and like planning America. Mm-hmm. I don't think about them just like trying to just do the war. Well, cause I didn't know how involved they were in the war, really. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, oh, oh, it's weird. You have the worst jobs. And you probably shouldn't be doing them. <laughs> like, I get why you are, but you probably shouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Um, and the only reason that we don't end up with a military dictator anyway is just because Washington didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and what he a... sat down. What a thin, like, weak line in history. It's like, I don't... I just choose not to. Yeah. And then history was very different. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted a nap. Right. I really want to play, I know people were really mad about it, actually, but I really want to play um, the DLC for Assassin's Creed 3. That's, oh, yeah. Um, like, the tyranny of King Washington mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I haven't watched anyone play it or, like, heard anything about it besides just, like, the premise of what it is. Same. But um, it sounds wonderful. I really want to. The only reason I didn't is because the end of the main 
campaign mm-hmm. in the game was so depressing. Right. That I like I'm like, but this is like intended to be like weird and depressing. I can't yeah. I can't keep going. I can't keep being depressed. I'm, I'm heartbroken right now. But it was amazing to me because it's like, you know, historical fiction, obviously the DLC is like, what if this happened? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is very fun for Assassin's Creed to do, especially as a DLC. So it's not like this is what actually happened and like right. confusing people or making it weird. Um not that I think that would actually confuse anyone, hopefully. Maybe just kids who haven't learned about things yeah. yet. But uh, people were mad. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, how dare you do that to George Washington? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. I, didn't, I never read why. I thought it was just, they were like, it's kind of, it's boring. It's no, overpriced. No, I think they were just mad it, because it was about Washington yeah. betraying us. And they were like, he would never, how dare you? And I was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Um... You know, he could have, though. I mean, it's kind of like one of the themes of that game is like, mm, it wasn't like all nice as you think it yeah, was. Yeah, it's not as black and white, and it's a lot of gray and confusing. And a whole on. lot of, like, uh, U.S. versus England, but also, like, Native Americans mm-hmm. versus U.S. Yep. And it's like, mm, whose war is it? Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Who are the winners? Right. I know this is, like, old news, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, just thinking about the fact that Assassin's Creed made a game about the Revolutionary War and the main character is Native American makes me so happy. It's, like, one of the best games. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> done. And very underrated because people just don't like Connor. It's, it's one, it's, uh, like, is it my favorite one? Is Ooh. it my favorite game? Mm. I think it might be. It's really good. I love and I love running through the trees and right. doing all that business. The it's trees fun. are really good. Hunting. It's a good time. It's close though. I really, you know. I'm really upset. Like I know we're going on a tangent ones, now, yeah. but <laughs> I'm really upset in that game that they didn't let you like actually be friends with Benedict um or Benedict gosh dang it. With <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Benny like, Franks. I thought he was gonna be my like Da Vinci, mm-hmm. you know, where we hang out all the time and we're best buds and he makes me stuff and right. He's my dad a little bit. And (laughs) then he's just like, does it not even there, basically? Right. It sucks. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Why would you make this game when he's alive and he's not in it? Right. It's terrible. I know. Do you even meet him? I think maybe you, like, sort of meet him once. Uh But it's, like, mostly you're just, like, collecting his pages that apparently just fall out of his pockets and float around the air all about in Philadelphia everywhere you go. I hate that. I hate chasing But anyway. But yeah, like every time Connor meets someone from history, he's just like, don't touch me. Yeah. And I love that so much. Don't talk to me. Because that, that would be me. It's like, don't touch me. I don't. Excuse me. Who are you? No. Hmm? I don't know about you. I don't care. Who are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, this this land is my land, literally. Who? Like, <laughs> stop. Why are, why are you pretending we're friends? Yeah. We just met. He's a babe. Do not touch me. <laughs> I know. I need to re. I need to replay it now too. Now that I know actually more about like Revolutionary mm-hmm. War history, so I can be like, "Wee, that's me. <laughs> that's me." With uh, I forget what it was called, but the one in France. Oh yeah. And now I'm like, oh, now that you've been reading that book. Now that I've been reading like my books, and yeah. I'm like, oh, God, like as a game, it was really bad. It's not good. <laughs> but now I gotta play it. And it was a just. It was a poor character choice. It's too. so bad. How could they do? It's so simple. Especially after, like we said, just after Assassin's Creed 3, like right. picking a native, you're like, that's such a good choice. Yeah. And then they're like, let's have him be in the bourgeoisie. And I'm like, what? Oh. Why would you and do I'll, that? And like, isn't he English? 
like it absolutely doesn't make sense. I don't think he's English. Okay. I think he's French. I think he just he has an English accent because they don't really do. It's so, it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know why people are so afraid of French accents. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed Arnold time. Um, how do you feel about Arnold, Haley? Why are we afraid of love? <laughs> love. Love. Oh. <laughs> how do you feel about Arnold? Why are we afraid of French no. accents? <laughs> Move on. I'm asking a question. Friends. Ah. Uh, he's uh, still hot. <laughs> okay. Not what I meant. Would still smash. But, Okay. Uh, I shouldn't have asked. Uh, I mean, I tried to get out of it. I I understand why he doesn't have statues, because statues are meant to, like, <laughs> celebrate. He does have a statue. Or Haley. commemorate. Like, not of his face. Nope. But his face. <laughs> his butt his leg. Butter. Butter face. <laughs> Butter leg. Butter leg. <laughs> what if they, what if someone just crafted a boot out of butter? It's boot. I call it Butter Benedict <laughs> Arnold Boot. Leg. Leg. It's the worst name. And you will not win at the state fair for that. <laughs> Butter Boot Benedict. They will, everyone will vote it down because they're like, he's a traitor. He betrayed America. <laughs> not this boot. How dare you? This part of him stayed honest. <laughs> That's right. But uh, it left the body rather than <laughs> turn away from patriotism. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> And you know I'm here for people losing limbs. Yeah. No, yeah, that's why I was like, hey. Hey. I mean, he didn't lose it, lose it, but, like, he lost a it. A piece of it. Like, well, then he, like, lost it. He Like, emotionally, he lost <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. The leg would not turn traitor. No. He's like, leg, why? Leg. <laughs> why you do this? <laughs> why <laughs> then he's French? <laughs> I mean, yeah, after he betrays the English, he has to, you know, he goes to France. When I read that, I have to tell you real quick, when I read that Lafayette um, book, in my head, I, like, gave him a French accent. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, very cute the whole time, too. Every, cause, yeah. And he's so happy the whole time. Like, hold on. I mean, in my mind, he's, he's still David Diggs. Oh, yeah. And it's just that it's who he is. You are the one. Uh. <laughs> They're, like, fighting. And um, he's not good at English, uh-huh. right? That's a thing throughout here and he says I am sorry General I am exciting and my leg is hurted <laughs> my leggy my leg is hurted my leggy <laughs> and I am exciting <laughs> and then later they're like you're excited and your leg hurts and he goes oh you know and he's like uh, oh we okay. <laughs> oui. so soft but anyway now you can read those pages from the Benedict Arnold part oh yeah the, the dark pages <laughs> the, <laughs> the blood red the pages. dark pages um when you need to call up Benedict Arnold, <laughs> you go to the dark pages. The dark pages. <laughs> Look him up in the dark pages. <laughs> uh, but thank you for joining us. I hope you learned a lot about Benny Arnold and that you, uh, I don't know. Now, if, if someone brings him up, you can be, you can, well, actually them. <laughs> well, actually. And then tell them, just tell them ver- verbatim all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Just it, like it'll only take like five hours. Go like five hours just to keep talking, <laughs> and you can do my parts too. Just like weird <laughs> so jokes, it'll be really confusing. They're they're gonna think you've you lost can do your my mind. parts too. <laughs> lost your mind? Oh no! Like I think this confirms that he was not great. I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> it like broke you. Everything you're saying is a little bit just nonsensical. 
Um, and we also got a new patron. We are magic. We're almost at 20 people. Magic sparkles. That's so many people. 20? We're at 19. 20! So if you want to be the 20th, join us. Hi. Oh my gosh. Um, but they probably already have before this goes up. Since sure, we've been getting a lot of people. Sure. So congratulations. <laughs> we want to say thank you to Mackenzie, who's our new patron. Mackenzie! Hell yeah, thank you. And then also to Jill, Polly, Abigail, Coffee Infused, Nerd, uh, Isla, McCoy, Kara, Julia, Michael, Daniel, Natalia, Natalie, Sadie, Gami, Rena, and Josh. Nice. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Caitlin and Kathleen. <laughs> That's it the, like reloaded like eight times. When, terrible. <laughs> when the dubstep beat like real hits. <laughs> Ashley. Anyway, thank all of you. Um, I think next year, because we have such a long list now, we're not going to list all the names mm-hmm. at the end just because it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe during our, like, minis? Yeah, we could do that during minis. Um, but also, uh, I posted this on our Facebook page, but we were able to buy uh, time from a musician to make us an original song. Oh, yeah, thanks for your donations. From we donations. Have. Uh, new intros. So I'm just I'm so I'm thinking we'll take out the names listing, but um, that's from you, and we're gonna use it from the new year on. So every time you hear that, that's you. That's you. Thanks for you our patrons for our new intro song. Thank you so much. Hope and you I, like it. I hope you all like it because you're stuck with it. You're gonna be hearing it a lot. I had to edit it so much, <laughs> and it drove me insane. <laughs> But, so you better like it. Thanks, musician, for doing that. It was good. Like, yeah, what they gave us was good. It's just it was like slightly off from what we needed it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, just like a little bit too long. Yeah, and like yeah, I had to move some stuff around. But it's good. So thank you, and thank all of you for listening. And you're great. And leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, other places. Tell them how Benedict Arnold's now your favorite Revolutionary War hero. <laughs> Go out and get some of those eggs, Benny. Yeah. Think about have brunch and <sighs> think about just somebody busting in the door and being like, you got to leave the country now. <laughs> <laughs> and leaving your founding fathers like, okay, you enjoy the eggs. I'm going to be right, right back. back. Just ooh, right back. Ooh, real, right back. Real quick. Super quick. Right back. And uh, it never comes back. Cash me out back. How about that? <laughs> Cash me out back. Uh, anyway, bye. <laughs> bye.